0: test. Yeah. Good. Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. How are you today? I, uh, I'm i pretty tired. How are you?
1: I'm excellent. Why are you tired?
0: I slept like for like three hours. Aww.
1: Well, I have some good news.
0: We're not recording today, and I can go? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not that good. Oh. <laughs> um. A couple of weeks ago, I made a tweet that said, "Pop quiz: Can anyone tell Man Fight Dragon, aka Lance, the actual real name of Bergenworth?" And so people did, and we all know that the real name is
3: Dignity City. A place I am far, far away from and will never reach.
2: (laughs) And so Rose was the first person to answer correctly with Dignity City. And the reward was, or what they won was, they would get to pick a topic for us to cover in a podcast. Okay. Yeah.
3: This is the first time hearing about this.
2: And so um, today's topic is How did the scholars of Dignity City go from transforming ROM using one chord of the eye to knowing that you need three chords to succeed?
3: It's a very good question.
2: It's an excellent question. Yeah. Oh, and Rose was nice enough to sort of even outline the topic for us more clearly. Okay. And they say, so the topic would be, what led to the discovery of needing three quarts? Rose is much better at this than us.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Rose. Just, they can just have the podcast now.
2: <laughs> and But the best part of this
1: tweet was, do you know what was the best part, Richie?
0: Uh, what was the best part, Sin?
2: Okay. So, Cinder Thief said Dignity City. Rose said Dignity City. And then um, somebody named um, Jedrick Von Risco wrote, where did you get Dignity City?
0: I can't even find that on Google. (laughs)
3: do you think this Thank is going you, to be Dietrich. this is going to be the new meme? Like you thought it would be Ludwig killed Maria, but now it's turning into <laughs> everyone just calls Bergenworth Dignity City.
2: <laughs> I think so.
0: <laughs> I wish this podcast was called Dignity City. Yeah, it's a good name. No one's used it.
1: I know. Yeah. Well, nobody used the Snap Covenant either. Yeah. Yeah, but Dignity
2: City is a good name. It is a good name. Maybe we'll maybe once we like once this podcast collapses because yeah. of drama.
3: So like next week sometime. Uh,
2: <laughs> you can like go on your way and create a new podcast and call it Dignity City.
0: Yeah. You hyped? I think we should focus on Rose's question. Uh, before we do that, I think we should mention our sponsor. Come on, you
1: mention
2: him.
0: Big Moon Energy. <laughs> like many things
3: associated with this podcast, it was something I said once, offhandedly, and then you got Ike to draw it, and now it's a thing.
0: <laughs> Yay!
1: Big Moon Energy drink!
3: I feel like I'm in a story where like I I found a genie and like I accidentally keep wishing for things and they come true in a way I didn't mean to. <laughs> I
2: even I, I even came up with a with a bunch of bad catchphrases.
3: Do any energy drinks have catchphrases that aren't bad though? <laughs> and the problem is that Monster Energy's catchphrase has already unleashed the beast. <gasps>
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's a good one.
3: Yeah, but it's already being used.
2: We just have to replace the word beast with something else.
3: I want to hang on. Have they trademarked that? Because I think if it was, we should ask Nick if, like, if we change one word of someone else's slogan, is that still?
2: Yeah. Is Nick online?
3: Well, apparently, like, it looks like you can, because if you Google Unleash the Beast, you get a professional bull riding website. You get a mental health event, and you get the 13th studio album by the
0: band Saxon.
2: Well, there goes Richie outdoing me
1: again. Hmm. Now, all my phrases
2: sound stupid. But, okay, fine, it's going to be Unleash the Beast, but you got to say it in your twisted rage voice.
3: I can't, I'm too tired. It'll be a carrot for later on. We'll make an actual ad. (laughs) Oh fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Now we're gonna have to do it.
2: <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself?
3: You know that big moon energy is like a joke on big dick energy, right?
2: Yes, yeah. I know, I know means, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You know we came up with it during a podcast?
3: If we come up with all of we come up with everything during a podcast, next we're just recording ourselves talking. <laughs> I and mean, then everything I say is now on record It's like the fucking Nixon tapes And that ends up
0: being <laughs> Okay Okay Cool So Ten minutes into the recording We'll begin to answer the question <laughs>
2: What is the question?
3: The question is about the third chords.
2: Right, okay. So, the question is, what led to the discovery of needing three chords?
3: I think it's because they tried it with one chord and it didn't work very well.
2: Oh,
1: so?
3: Well, they ended up with an idiot spider that lives in a lake.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm glad you find
0: it funny. Because there was a lot of time and, and effort expended on that. <laughs> and it didn't work. And,
3: and, you know, they tried very hard and you're just reducing them to a figure of fun. <laughs> Do we want to talk about what third chords actually are? Okay. Because I think there's a lot of confusion about what's going on. Because
2: We actually did talk about it in various videos. It's in the classic episodes.
3: Of the classic series.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the classics.
3: (laughs) The old black and white episodes.
2: (laughs) Pretty much. But yeah, tell us about what the three chords are.
3: Okay, so the thing about third chords is that, firstly, like, they're translated differently in the US and the European, like, scripts. So the weird thing is, like, in the- I think this is the one that you've got because you're in, in Canada- it calls them one third of an umbilical cord. I think that's how it works. In the North American script, they're called one third of an umbilical cord.
2: In- yeah, I'll be honest, yeah. I get all my descriptions from Mav's wiki, so...
3: Yeah, in the European script, they're just called third umbilical cord.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So that gave a, the North American like audience the implication that there's one kind of umbilical cord and it's been cut into three pieces. And if you combine three of them, you get a complete one. Which is, like, it's not what's happening, and it's kind of also clearly not what's happening because there's four.
0: And I think they changed it to one-third to, like, maybe just hint again that you needed three. Or that, like, there were at least three to find. Hmm. So, like, if- it- if you look at the way it's written, it's not an umbilical
3: cord. The third umbilical cord is just the name that it's given. Like, it's it's called the... It's basically referred to as an umbilical cord, like, colloquially. That's not its name. It's also called the cord of the eye. And
2: What's a cord of the eye? What does that mean?
3: Well, I'm getting to that. If you stop oh, Okay, me, Mr. Attitude. I know, I'm learning from you. As I was saying before I was interrupted, sin.
2: Oh my God, what have I created?
3: (laughs) This is me on three hours sleep, okay? I'm unleashing the beast. (laughs) The upside is this is as rude as I'm ever going to be. Like, I don't get, well, because if I get any more tired, I'll just fall asleep.
2: Well, do you know how you can keep yourself from falling asleep?
3: What if I want to fall asleep on my Casper mattress?
2: (laughs) No, we're supposed to this was supposed to be a lead into the big moon energy drink.
3: I know, but I'm putting another sponsor in there.
2: (laughs) But I think Casper mattress is a real thing. I don't
3: think we can do that. (laughs) And look, Casper mattress if you're listening. (laughs) This is how frequently we mention you without being paid.
2: Do you think we're gonna get like a letter from them being like, "Please stop mentioning us?"
3: <laughs> the thing is that I've listened to so many podcasts sponsored by Casper Mattresses that I can do the Casper mattress <laughs> ad just off the top of my head uh really? yeah I know I know everything Casper okay, mattress go. does well you get um they 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 pass savings <laughs> onto the customer by shipping directly from the warehouse to you. <laughs> And you're given a. You have a hundred nights absolutely free to try out the mattress, and if it's not, if it's not to your satisfaction, they'll take it back, no questions asked. And I was li- I was listening to another podcast where they mentioned that like one of the people on it knew someone whose job it was to dispose of Casper mattresses. People had returned. And they just like chuck them in a landfill. So there's just a landfill somewhere that's overflowing with returned Casper mattresses.
2: Do you think we can find it?
0: What in resell them?
1: No, and do like an expose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the it's like God's grave of mattresses.
3: <laughs> Mattress grave. Yeah. Do you think that, that's at the bottom of God's grave, because you'd fall down, but there's just mattresses at the bottom, and it cushions your fall?
2: That's exactly what I was envisioning as I was yeah. saying it.
3: There's, like, another version of the Ring City, where instead of there being those, those like, symbols you fall onto, it's Gale, and he's in- he's driving a truck full of mattresses. <laughs> he just pulls up onto <laughs> <under> you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, as you were saying. As I was saying.
3: So, back to third <laughs> chords. There might, be a, there might be a cut there.
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, okay. maybe not. I'll think about it. I'll sleep on it. Aww. Okay, we're
3: 16 minutes in. We've mentioned the topic once.
2: I think we've mentioned it more than once.
3: I think we've, we've, we've failed to get more than, like, the intro into it. We keep getting sidetracked. By our
0: great sponsors. (laughs) Such as big Moon Energy drink. (laughs) There was another one we made up. But I forgot what it was. Well, I've had a
3: lot of time to make up new sponsors now that I have a website that finds the car that's right for me. (laughs) Saving a lot of time not having to go around talking to different dealers worrying about, like, payment plans. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Is that another real one?
3: Yeah, I forget the name,
1: though. <laughs> oh, yeah, as I was saying,
2: did I tell you about my great sponsorship idea? No. We keep mentioning famous brands, yeah. and then when they tell us, like, please stop mentioning us, we don't want to be associated with you, Yeah. I'm like, okay, but you have to pay us for us not to mention you anymore.
0: It's like hush money. Is this legal?
2: I don't know. Okay. Nick, (laughs) I have a question. Okay.
1: Okay. right. so um
0: So third courts.
2: Third courts, yeah. Okay. I was asking you what the court of the eye was.
3: Okay, so I'll just start again. (laughs) (laughs) Seventeen minutes in. So like The first point of confusion is that the North American script and the European script call it two different things. So the North American script calls them one third of an umbilical cord, which presents the idea that there's, it's like one cord that's cut into three parts. And if you get three of them together, you get a complete cord. Um, But like, there's four of them. So it doesn't really work. And that's not like what's happening. And the European script, which is the one that I have been working off, because that's the version we got in Australia, that is like it just calls them third umbilical cord. And if you look at the description, it says like this is a third umbilical cord, also called the cord of the eye. So like it's not an umbilical cord. If and if you look at the the image you're given. It looks nothing like an umbilical cord. It's this big sort of like it or actually it looks like the inside of an ear weirdly. It's like this this curled up sort of like fat organ covered in eyes. It looks like a cochlea kind of, but it doesn't look like an umbilical cord. The closest thing the game has to an umbilical cord is the living string that you get from the giant brain, and I think that is actually supposed to be an umbilical cord. Um so Wait,
1: the living string?
3: That looks the most like an umbilical cord of anything you find oh, it. Just let looks me like, see
1: it looks like
0: I don't remember. It just looks like like a like a rope of like sinew. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. huh. So what is
1: it
2: sorry so what does that mean?
0: Cuz like they just they call it the umbilical
3: they call it a third umbilical cord, but that's not like it's not what is That's just the name for it.
0: It's not actually an umbilical cord. They just call it that. Are we talking about the living string? No, talking about the third chords. Okay. 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 <laughs> Go okay. On. So this is, like, a cultural
3: thing that gets kind of confused in translation. There is a thing in Japan, it is, like, common-ish. Which is that when a a child is born, they will, like, cut off a piece of the umbilical cord and dry it and keep it, like, as a little, like, memento in, like, a box. And the idea is that that's, like, a little, it's, like, a, a representation of the link between, like, the child and their mother. It's, like, here's a little, like, the thing that used to connect us, I've kept it. And that's why they refer to this thing as the umbilical cord because it's this organ that represents the link between the child of the great one and
0: its parent. And this is why they go on about like this is um this is not like
3: this is something that only children of great ones have. So it's not actually the umbilical cord. It's it's a separate organ that they're referring to as the umbilical cord because it does that.
0: So when you when you have this this cord thing um, th- this is the item that mentions like
3: every great one loses its child and then again this is another translation thing they say yearns for a surrogate
0: mm-hmm.
3: having looked at like the early draft there is a better um. there's a much better translation of that that they changed and I don't know why that's basically every great one loses its child and then yearns for its return so the idea is you have this this like relic this like part of the child that represents the connection between the child and its parent. So when you when you
0: hold this thing, it's like the great one that was the the parent of that child is kind of drawn to it. Like you can
3: you know like like it, it, it the great one is still yearning for its child back, so you've actually got part of the child. And specifically mm-hmm. you've got the part of the child that's like linking it to the parent. So that's that's what they are. It's like it's like a locus for that great one. So when you hold like the part of, of Ariana's child, like Urdan is drawn to that. So what happens with Rom is that Rom's got the Again, this is not directly stated because blah blah DLC things removed, etc. Rom has the cord that is from the orphan of cause. Like, the actual, often, of course, not the Dreamlands Nightmare version, like, just the dead version that they cut up at Bergenway. And Rom is presumably, like, meditating or something, or just holding this cord thing.
0: Um, and then, like, that somehow calls upon Cos. And then Cos is, like,
3: sort of starts, like, invading Rom's mind and just, like, fills her with all of this wisdom. And, like, her insight goes through the roof. And that's mm-hmm. what causes her to transform into this spider thing. And this, this is what Impostia Yosefka is doing. Um, the thing about Impostia Yosefka, again, down to, like, shit being removed and everything. When you kill her under the red moon, she drops the, the umbilical cord. That led to people thinking, oh, that's the umbilical cord of her baby. Like, she's pregnant under the moon like Ariana was. No. What she has is she has the cord that ascended wrong. She has pillaged it from, presumably from Bergenworth or possibly up a cathedral ward. We don't really know. But she's somehow gotten her hands on that cord. And under the red moon, she is holding it and she is trying to, like, go through the same thing. She's trying to ascend herself by, like, focusing on this link between, like, you know, link to the Great Ones. She's, she's, she's like, holding it or something. Under the Red Moon, and that's why she's saying, like, oh, there's things in my mind, like, I can feel changes happening. I'm not a beast. I'm different. I'm chosen. Because she she's trying to recreate what Rom did, basically. She's trying to turn herself mm-hmm. into a great one. But she's only got but, one.
2: Yeah, so she only yes. got one cord. So do you think yeah. she knows that she needs more cords and she just doesn't know how to get them?
3: I don't know, because, like, it's very confusing about
0: what the deal with the Bergenworth, um lecture hall is at the moment. Because it's just, like, gone. So I don't know if the choir could get to it. It's also possible she's just not very smart. <laughs> but yeah, at some point, like, after
3: they made Rom that way, they realised, and is not entirely sure how, like, but they
0: do consider Rom to be a failure. Um, They realised at some point after that you needed three. And it's, so do it's, you have yeah.
2: do you have any theories on how they could have realized that you need three, or what led them to that realization, or anything like that?
3: Well, what happens is if you take in three of them, um, that's what triggers the, when the moon presence touches you. Like what the moon presence does is it sort of envelops you, and it tries to like take you over almost, but then if you've taken in three, there's this, like, reaction and the Moon Presence is pushed back, and that's what makes it hostile. So I think sorry, the idea sorry. is... Be- yeah.
2: Sorry, go on, go on.
3: I think the idea is because all the chords come from different Great Ones. If you take in three of them, or possibly four, you have, like, so much kind of eldritch knowledge in your head that the Great One cannot actually control you.
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: But... For them to know it, they would have sort of had to go through it. They would have had to been like, okay, I ate or I consumed or whatever I do with the quarts. I did that to three quarts, and then I faced off with the great one, and then the great one didn't consume me. Therefore, now I know that I need three quarts, you know?
3: Yeah, but that clearly didn't happen, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So how would they know you need three quarts?
3: They may just have realized, like, Rom wasn't powerful enough, so you've got to keep pushing it.
2: And where- I can't remember, sorry, I can't remember. Where does it say that you need three chords?
3: It's in the lecture hall.
2: In the lecture hall, right. It's
3: in the lecture hall, and it's in the same room that you find a note talking about Lawrence summoning the Moon Presence. So it's possible that, like, Hmm. if they knew about that, then they may have had access to the chord that's in the
0: workshop.
2: Yeah, well wait a minute, Richie, if Lawrence summoned the Moon Presence. Yeah. Is it possible Lawrence had more than one cord at that time?
3: No, because the whole deal is like Bergenworth go to the fishing hamlet to get the cord from the Orphan of Coz, Or at least like they have one cord after that. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is again this was like deleted, but it's still kind of there. Um it's still like happened they just don't explicitly refer to it, is that when Lawrence left Bergenworth, he's like, "Oh shit, I need my own cord now because sure. like I want to get in touch with these things. I don't have a cord. So he goes to Kanehurst with the old blood and he's like, "Hey, uh, why don't you try some of this?" And then that like revitalizes the the Kanehurst bloodline because they're Thumerian. and then Annalise gives birth to her kid, and then Lawrence takes that back to Yana. And that's the source of the chord in the workshop. So the whole canehurst like thing with Lagarius is Lawrence trying to get another chord so he can
0: do what Lawrence did. He can do what Willem did. And then what happens with Mensis is Mensis need their own cord. So they end up going to Tumeru Eye Hill and grabbing the cord from Queen Yana. So basically, yeah, the three factions all want, like, they all want their own cord. Mm -hmm. But none of them ever have more than one.
2: Yeah, so that still doesn't answer the question how
1: did they know you need three?
0: Yeah.
2: But for them to know, somebody needed to face off with the great one.
3: Well, they, that's what Rom did. Like, Rom faced off with a great one and turned into a spider. So they may have figured, like, you need more than what Rom had.
2: Yeah, but they, that's what I'm thinking. So logically, they should have been like, you need more than one. But well, they knew exactly yeah. that you need three.
3: But yeah, but, like, for all you know, like, they, they thought you needed three at that point, And then if that hadn't worked, they would have crossed that out and written four. Oh. Because, like, that's just so the, think- that's just the mm-hmm. state they're in. Like, they may not... It may not be right, but, like, it was. Okay. But, yeah. Do
2: you think that maybe they knew because the people responsible for making the game wanted to give us, the player, a hint?
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> oh, and, like, n- there's also a, a note in the hall that says, Hunt the Great Ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I was wrong. Um, The reference, there's, like, Hunt the Great Ones, I think that's near the note that says three third chords. And what they're getting at is, we need three third chords, so we have to hunt the great ones to get the the other two. Yeah. That's what it's
2: referring to. Yeah, Yeah. that's what you've been saying all along. What were you wrong about?
0: Yeah.
1: No, you said you're wrong about something.
3: No, I said I was wrong because I think that's in a different room. They're both. In, they're all oh, in the lecture okay. hall. I just got confused yeah, about what fine. was in what room. Yeah.
2: Nobody yeah. pays attention to the rooms
1: anyway.
0: What else? They all look the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, does that sort of answer the question?
3: Well, the the question is that they were experimenting with third chords, and they realized one wasn't enough, and that they needed more of them. But like That's
2: the answer. That's not the question.
3: The question was why did they need three? How did they know they The question they
2: was three? what led to the discovery of needing three quarts?
3: Experimenting on shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is like Mikolash apparently thinks you only need one as well. And so does Impostia So like yeah. yeah. It may be but like. then
2: again, then again, you did mention it in another podcast where maybe Mikalash thinks he's better than everyone else. Well, he like, does. One. Yeah.
3: But it's also possible that like they just didn't find that note. They do think you only
0: need one. Mm-hmm. And we're just the first one to stumble upon that specific like note that says you need three. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. There's also like there's a cut
3: mechanic. That's referenced in in early stuff where, like, you could use the chords or hang on to them. Like, it says, like, use this to gain insight or keep it to ward off evil spirits. And I think maybe the idea they were going for initially was that you wouldn't use the three chords, you just, if you had them in your inventory, that would trigger that ending.
0: Because oh. it's, it's kind of confusing
3: the way that you you quote unquote use the cord implies that it's somehow consumed, but it's yeah. more it's more just that like you you absorb what's in the cord. So like the cord in the workshop and the cord that Yosefka has, like they've been used before, but we can still pick them up and use them. They don't disappear. It's kind of like um it's like Lawrence's skull.
0: Like you just gain yeah. the the insight from it. Yeah. And like, I was talking to Maya about it and she said, oh
3: yeah, there's a, um, there's like a folk tale about a monster that lives like a, like a storm monster. And that, um, it tries to suck your soul out through your belly button. Mm-hmm. So if you keep your, the dried umbilical cord we were talking about before, if you keep that, then like that confuses the monster. Cause it tries to suck, it tries to suck your soul out through that instead of you. And I, it may be, like, a riff on that, that, like, the the Moon Presence would try to, like... People were talking about how the Moon Presence is kind of, like, it's shaped a bit like an umbilical cord, like the, the head of its, like, cross-section, and it, like, plugs into you. And it may have been initially that, like, it tries to plug into you like that monster does, but then if you have the dried cords, it gets confused about, like, where your, where your cord is. And that's what protects you. But from what I can tell, like, in the version that we got, the idea is that you've absorbed so much Eldritch knowledge that your mind is now operating on the level of the Great Ones, so the Moon Presence can't control you. And that's why it's so frightened of you. And it's almost like, again, like, there's, when you beat the Moon Presence, there's, like, a fade, and then it cuts back to you and you're already a Great One. And I think the idea is, like, as soon as you take in that third, third chord, you are already becoming a great one, and the moon presence realizes this, and that's why it attacks you, as opposed to, like, beating the moon presence somehow triggers the transformation, because I don't think that's what's happening. I think it's just, like...
2: Oh, interesting.
3: You were already becoming that thing.
1: So, that actually makes sense.
2: If you consume mm. the three chords, you start becoming a great- And the Red Moon is out, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so you're kind of
3: in the state that Impostor Yosefka's in. Like, yeah,
2: that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, like, w- Willem is trying to do that as well. Like, it, it talks about how Willem Willem sought the chord to, like, elevate his thinking. So It's almost like when you put a seashell to your ear and you you can hear the sea. He's kind of, mm-hmm. de- he's like, if I hold on to this thing, I can hear, like, the voices of the Great Ones, and I can, like, tune into them.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's why, like, Mikolasch is so obsessed with Koz, because that's the only Great One he knows. He's trying to beckon Koz to try to make
0: himself into a new rom. hmm I didn't think of that, but I really like the
2: idea of us consuming the three chords, and... Becoming a great one or being in the process of becoming a great one because the red moon is out.
0: Yeah.
1: I really like that.
0: But saying the plot's not supposed to make sense.
2: Now, if the game was really cool, it's like, if you consume the three chords and just go about your business and not fight the moon presence, like,
0: eventually you just turn into a slug. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fun. Okay. Okay. I think, I think that's not. Yeah, think- that was surprisingly uh, on topic after the yeah. first 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rose, for that wonderful question. Thank you, Rose. Um Sin, do you have any social media where can people find you? Me? Yeah.
2: Um yeah, you can find me on youtubecom SinclairLore. Uh-huh. I have a YouTube channel right. where I do podcasts with uh, JSF. How's that going? Mm, you know. Yeah. I know. And I also have a Twitter. It's twitter.com slash Sinclair Lore.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I also have a Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Sinclair Lore, but I don't yeah. stream on it. I actually just stream on YouTube.
3: Do you, have, uh, do you have a way for people to support you financially that, that, doesn't, that doesn't involve sponsored messages from mattress companies?
0: <laughs>
2: that doesn't involve imaginary sponsors?
3: <laughs> well, several of the sponsors we mentioned were real. We just don't sponsor us.
2: Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I do have a job. I work yeah. full-time. So I guess my boss supports me financially, but it has
1: nothing to do with these podcasts. Yeah. I also have patron. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's our patron, so don't act so surprised.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The patron uh, provides me the means of eating out and provides Richie the means of buying trolls.
3: I bought them all. We covered that in the last episode.
2: Oh that's true. What are you yeah. what do you buying now?
3: Uh I'm just putting it in my bank account. Um <laughs> and I'm
0: basically just using it to support other people on Patreon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah, so we do have a patron and it's patron.com slash SinclairLore.
3: Yeah, I think everyone knows I was joking when I asked like <laughs> where your social media was.
2: Well, I have other social media too. You opened this door, Richie. Is is you that have Ingrid? An
3: Instagram. That is Ingrid. Donate to oh. the Patreon so I can give her food. <laughs> Shut her up.
1: <laughs> um, the other,
2: uh, it's not really social media, but we do have a um a thing with cute merchandise. It's on Redbubble. Yeah. It's the same Sinclair lore thing. Yep, yeah. <laughs> uh, It's in the description.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
2: nobody buys anything from there. And no. I don't recommend it either. It's so expensive.
3: Yeah. So don't buy that.
2: No. no. No, if you really want something, message me, and I'll send you the picture, and you can, like, print it in your local printing store.
0: Yeah, take it to Kinko's or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We also have a Discord. At com slash
2: Discord. And we have other stuff that you can see in the description. There's also your Twitter and your channel, Richie.
0: Yeah.
2: I also have an Instagram that I never visit. Yeah. Do you know what the Instagram is?
0: Is it Sinclair
3: Law?
2: No. It's Instagram yeah, I didn't think it was. <laughs> instagram.com slash brilliant strategist good <laughs> and if you want to subscribe to rich's channel the one that yeah. he abandoned
0: it's yeah
2: youtube.com slash jerks and yeah and rich also has a twitter which is twitter.com slash richard underscore hillbim
3: yeah I might change it so it's actually Richard underscore Pilbane with the word underscore. <laughs> so that no one can find me because it's Richard underscore Pilbing, And then it's like, I have to do.
2: Yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about something. Um, yeah. Because your Twitter is Richard underscore Peelbeam, but when I try yeah. to tag you, I automatically type at Richie, and then Twitter's yeah. like showing me a bunch of Richies, and yeah. then I'm like, that's not Richie, and then I realize that it's Richard.
3: Yeah, that's because the Twitter is more professional.
2: <laughs> I think you should change your name to Richie Peelbeam.
3: But you understand that like they're the same name.
2: No, but when I type it, I type Richie, and it takes me a second to remember that Twitter sees you as Richard, it's annoying. So for my convenience, I think you should change your Twitter to Richie Peelbeam.
3: Well, if I change the name to that. What? If I change the name, but not the, um, the hand. Oh, I don't know. i hope i i i know i've given up praying for you to not include things but i really hope you don't include any of it i hope this just fades out
2: no no but you but you asked
3: yeah i was i was joking but it's uh, like every joke i tell you take it seriously and it becomes a thing
2: <laughs> like the next thing is we're gonna have to get to work on that big Moon energy drink trailer which you just suggested in this episode Okay, well, thank you, Richie.
3: Thank you, Sin. Thank-, thank you, Sin, for like everything up until the last, like, ten minutes. Which I don't thank you
2: for. Oh, ouch. <laughs> well, that hurts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Richard, Bully Beam. <laughs> <laughs>